Have you ever felt ashamed or hesitant, embarrassed, or worried just to tell your story, to share your story? Maybe you felt like you were boasting if you told your story. Well, in today's episode, I'm letting you know that someone is waiting for you to share your story. And I was a part of a panel this past weekend for a women's gathering for our church. And it was so inspiring to talk to other women and let them know that they need to go and share their story. Someone will benefit from it. Someone will grow from it. Someone will be inspired by their story. So this episode is for you, mama, because I'm talking to you right now. I want you to know that someone is waiting for you to share your own story. And we are going to dive into that, why it's so important, you know, how to even start sharing your story, how to get through some difficult times when you know you should share your story, but it is not easy. I made this into a two-part series because I know there will be a lot to just dive into. And before we dive into part one, I just wanted to say thank you to everyone who has left me a five-star review. And if you are loving anything that I give out, the value, the content, the mama hacks, all the info about homeschooling, kid entrepreneur, mama entrepreneurship, I would love for you to let me know in a review. I know it takes time out of your busy day. That's why I truly appreciate each and every one of you for doing that. All right, let's jump into this episode. Aloha mamas, you've made it to the Homeschooling Entrepreneur Mom podcast. I'm Kavaya Quinn, RN turned full-time entrepreneur and homeschool rock star to five kiddos. I know you're frustrated with homeschooling. You know there's a way to make it fun, but you haven't figured it out yet and you're overwhelmed with combining homeschool and making money from home. You're wishing for a way to integrate homeschooling and building a business while giving your kiddos the gift of entrepreneurship. So if you're ready to create a homeschool filled with fun and adventures while you're making money, get your favorite mama juice and throw your hair in a messy bun, let's get to work. Aloha my mamas, welcome to another episode today. We are talking about your story and why someone is waiting for you. Yes, you mama, to share your story. Because I was a part of a women's panel this past weekend where we spoke about why it's so important to share your story. And when I was sitting on that panel, I realized I need to share this with my audience. I need to share this with my people on my podcast because they need to know the same thing. So let's start with why I share my story. And if you don't know my story, I'll take it pretty far back as I can. (laughs) All right. I am a registered nurse turned homeschooling entrepreneur mama. Because when I first started my journey into just adulthood, I knew that I wanted to be in a field where I could help people. And that's why I became a registered nurse. I was like, this is an awesome job. I will one, help people to be a part of people's healing journeys. And three, yes, because of the income. I am not ashamed to say that because I knew I was going to have a family eventually. And growing up and living in Hawaii, 
that is expensive. It is not cheap. And I wanted to have a stable job that will provide a substantial income for me. Now, when I first became a registered nurse back in <laughs> 2000, and holy moly, when did I become a nurse? 2011, that's when um, I had my first child. So I was actually pregnant in my last year of nursing school. And I had my first child and I had this whole idea that I would be a registered nurse. I would support the family. My husband had a good job at that point, but we needed to have two really good incomes to just buy a home in Hawaii. Fast forward to when I was working as a registered nurse, I was actually a manager for a nursing home um, outpatient clinic. And I was working about, I don't know, 60 hours a week. I remember sitting at my desk trying to take this rushed lunch break and I get a ding, a text. I open up my text. It's a video of my son walking from my husband to my mother-in-law. And basically, I started crying because I felt like as the mom, I should have been there for that milestone. I should have been the one catching my son, but instead I was at work and I was devastated. I was crying, (laughs) sitting at my desk going, why am I at work and I'm not experiencing all these moments with my kids? And at that moment, I didn't realize, but I internally made a decision to never miss out on a moment again. And I went searching. So I started with just trying to reduce my hours. So I went and found another position that paid me just as much, but I didn't have to work 60 hours a week. I went down to like three to four 12s a week. I was like, okay, I'm getting more time with my family. And then I started having more kids. (laughs) When you have more kids, they take up more time. And I went from three to four 12-hour shifts a week to three 12-hour shifts a week. And then I worked that for a couple years. And it was hard because I started off working night shift. And if any of you know what night shift is, working from seven at night to seven in the morning is hard because the rest of the week, you're probably a zombie or a vampire. And I had to still be up with my kids because my husband worked day shift and it was a struggle. Anyways, fast forward through the years, I ended up really understanding how entrepreneurship could free up my time and my schedule so that I could be with my kids. And then I finally made the decision, like, I want to be home with them. And I reduced my hours. I went from working 60 hours a week as a registered nurse to per diem, where I was working two shifts a month. And that was because of entrepreneurship. That was because I started supplementing my income with another business. And I'm going to tell you, it didn't happen overnight. It happened over years because I was so determined to do this. And at first, I didn't really tell anyone what I was doing. They knew I still was a nurse. (laughs) They just saw that I didn't work as much. And I realized 
I need to start sharing my story because I remember my friend asking me, like, what are you doing? Aren't you like, how often do you even work? And I said, oh, I work. I still work as a nurse. I work like twice a month. And she's like, what? <laughs> I was like, yeah, well, I do my at that point I was doing financial instructing. I was teaching uh, people how to take control of their finances, pay down debt, save for goals and all these things. And I said, yeah, I do that too. So that's why I'm able to supplement my income. But I don't have to work as much as a registered nurse anymore. And she was blown away. She's like, yeah, but don't you need the income? I was like, yeah, I have the income. But I love the time more. And I had the other question. Don't you love being a nurse? Yes, I love being a nurse. I love helping people. But it was still taking away from my family. And I love my family more. (laughs) I want to be with them more. And once I saw her kind of like look puzzled and be like, wow, I can't believe you did that. I realized I have to share this with more people. So that's when I started sharing my story more and more. And I probably realized like I shared it on here a few times, but I probably need to share it with you more and more because that was just the beginning of the entrepreneurship journey. That's where I finally decided to become an entrepreneur. But the significance of that is I didn't realize how much more people wanted to do the same. And that leads into why it's important for you to share your story too. Because I share my story because I know there's a lot of moms out there, a lot of women out there who do not want to miss out on moments on their kids, whether they work outside of the home or inside of the home. I took a leap of faith. Because it is not heard of to stop doing such a great job like a registered nursing position to becoming an entrepreneur. It's, it's not a very easy thing to do. I'm not going to lie about that. It took hours of me figuring out, okay, I need to fit in some time to do my other business. I still got to work as a nurse. I still got to be a mom to my kids. But over that time, I realized like, how much more it was worth to me to do that. So when you think about your story, whether you have started a business, thinking about a business, whether you want to be a stay-at-home mom or whether you're a stay-at-home mom and want to start doing other things, all of those are important parts of your story that you need to jot down and share. You Because I'm going to tell you, it's so important for you to share your story because There are women, that's why my title, who need to hear your story. There's someone out there, whether it's a friend, a family, a stranger, they need to hear your story because your story can be an inspiration to that other woman. It literally is an answered prayer. And you're probably like, what, Kavine? (laughs) The truth is there are many women out there praying for a change in their circumstance and just the fact that you have a story to tell. So for example, if you are a mom who started your own business from your home and you're like, I just started kind of small, I started making income, that is the story you should be telling. Let's say you're like, well, Kavai, I didn't, I don't make a whole lot of income, but I just started a business. That is a story you need to tell too because many women didn't even take the step to start a business didn't even take a step to even look into a business they have it in their head but they didn't even start anything 
So no matter where you are in your journey, no matter where you are um, in your life, all of those things is shareable. Like that is part of your story. I'm not saying like shareable on social media or things like that. It's like when you talk to somebody, take time to listen to where they are at in their life right now. And you will hear things that say, wow, I can relate to that. And that's where you put in your story. Hey, you know, I relate to that a lot because, and you share your story. And that's how you become an answered prayer. Because many people who pray about things in their circumstances, they will talk about it through conversations. And who knows, you probably will pick up on it and that's the story they needed to hear. Or better yet, God is just using you at that point to be like, I need you to be in this conversation because I need to need you to share something with someone else. And that is why sharing your story is so important because you can literally be a simple answer of prayer to making someone's day even more better, like taking a turn for the better. Or you can literally be an answered prayer for someone to get inspired to start their own business, get inspired to homeschool, get inspired to do something alongside you in an opportunity but you need to share your story. Now, I get it. There's many of you are like, well, I, sometimes when I share my story, like it's not easy. I have like, I'm, I'm afraid. And, you know, there's difficult conversations to be had and I don't know how to get through that. Well, I've had many times where it was difficult to share my story. And I wanted to share how I overcame it so that you can get an idea of maybe this may help you too. Well, first of all, I want to say I stopped working as a registered nurse when we moved from Hawaii to Washington. And that was back in 2018. That was not the initial intention. The intention was when we moved here, my husband will get established in his job first. And then I would go and find a job as a registered nurse wherever we decided to live. And what happened was <laughs> I didn't want to go back to working as a registered nurse because once I got that taste of like, hey, you can supply an income with your other business, Kvai, and you do not have to go back to work as a registered nurse, don't worry. <laughs> Just keep doing that business. So I altogether stopped working as a registered nurse. But then in 2019, we uh, started looking for a home to buy and y'all know <laughs> having income is one of the necessities of buying a home and then we had that conversation again hey Kawhi, maybe you should go and start looking into becoming you know a registered nurse again getting a job because that would definitely help us buy a home and I I said okay well <laughs> I don't want to do that. I was like, let's see if our income will help. Like my already, um, my business income would help. And it did. Like, it was amazing. My, my business income helped us buy the home. And I was like, see, it's awesome. And then in 2019, later in 2019, my business, I got wrongfully terminated from the business that I was doing. Uh, whole nother story. I think I shared it here, but I probably have to share that story again. Anyways, I lost an entire business overnight. The one that was 
giving us the income that we needed so that I didn't have to go back to work as a registered nurse in 2019. But before I get into that part, let me fast, I mean, let me reverse back to the wrongfully terminated thing. I'll just give you a quick overview. I was being accused of doing something that I didn't do. The boss even said, well, yes, you didn't do it. You're just hanging around the wrong people who probably did it. And I was like, well, that still doesn't mean that I should be terminated. Long story short, I had two choices. One, I could, he said, well, I just want you to come back and then, you know, just don't do that. Don't hang around those people again. Basically, almost admit that I did something wrong, even though I didn't. And that was choice number one, just go back, still have my income, still be able to have this business that I built so, like put in so much hard work for, or option number two, stand my ground, speak my truth, and lose my entire income. Like that was the two choices. And I remember praying, 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 praying the entire time. And God was like, you will be okay. I will take care of you. And it was not easy to trust that, to have faith in that. I'm not going to lie and be like, oh my gosh, I felt God say, you, you're going to be fine. And I just went with it. No, I remember looking at my husband and be like, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm probably going to have to work as a nurse again because now we're going to lose our entire income. And he's like, well, we'll just figure it out. He's like, you know, this is the right thing to do. You know that God is telling you, like, he'll take care of you. We'll just figure it out afterwards. But you can't be here. And I remember sharing my story with that boss and telling him, like, it is not right. It is not right that I'm being accused of this, but it's also not right for the other instructors who are left in this company. And if they get side blinded by something like this that I'm being accused of, that's not right for them either. And I stood my ground and I told him my story of like, this is what happened to me in this whole situation. And I can see it happening to somebody else in the company because I loved a lot of people in that company and I didn't want them to go through the same thing I was going through. So I fought for them at the very end of this, this time while I was still there. And yes, I still got terminated because I made the decision. Like I said, I wanted to do both. I wanted to do, you know, continue to have this business and then start this other business that I wanted to start. And he said, no, you only can choose one. And I said, no, I'm not. There is nothing in the contract that says I need to choose one. And in the end, they terminated me so that that was the decision being made. Anyways, fast forward. I still didn't have to go back to work as a nurse. God took care of us. But when you feel like you have to compromise your integrity, your truth, your faith to God, that is when it is like super difficult to tell your story. But the truth is when you start telling your story, you're actually building up strength for you to be stronger in that next season. Speaking your story not only helps inspire people, but it helps build your confidence up. It helps build your trust in yourself. And it makes you so much more in tuned, not, in, not only to your truth, but to being 
connected with God because you're like, oh my goodness, I trusted in God. I had this faith. I took the leap and look where I ended up. So my advice to you is when you get into a difficult situation and you know you need to tell your story, the best way to overcome that is to partner with God and allow him to lead you and guide you through it. He won't do it for you. I'm going to say that like most of the time he won't do it for you. Like he won't say the words for you. He won't do it, but he will put it in your heart. He will be there to give you peace during that difficult time. You have to say the words. You have to take the step and the initiative, but that's where you work together. So I know like the great things that came after this difficult time was when my other business took off because, but I had to build that one up again. (laughs) And what I realized was I didn't put as much faith in myself in building a whole nother business from scratch again. And I was like, oh my goodness, I can't believe I got to do this all over again. But it happened a lot faster because I already had the skills and knowledge from the previous time I built a business. And then I still didn't have to go back to work as a registered nurse because I was determined to do other things, to provide the income in order to stay home with my kids. Now, the other things that telling your story leads to would be giving value to others, whether it's through some kind of friendship or group or community group, or it could even be like through other moms where if you have like a preschool group or like a a homeschooling group that you meet up with, that's where you can provide all this value of sharing your story. It provides so much personal growth. It provides a great relationship builder when you share your story. And so my advice to you is like start sharing your story. And if you don't know how to share your story, well, that's why I said this is going to be a two-part episode (laughs) because there's so much in here. Well, in part two, I will tell you how to get comfortable with sharing your story and advice for you on how to just share your story. Really simple steps. So stay tuned for that one. It will be coming out on Friday. While you wait on that, I want what I want you to do today is just start taking notes of things that happened in your life, things that you overcame, maybe dreams that you already have to do things. Um, it could be things that you have you know, struggled through or reasons why you don't want to share your story. And then write another thing like reasons why you should share your story. I want you to start writing things down, whatever comes to your heart, because all of that will combine into creating your story to tell. All right, my friends, I will see you in part two. So definitely hit that subscribe button, follow on Apple Do whatever you need to do to get notified of the next episode, and I will see you there. Hey, mama friend, if this podcast inspired, encouraged, or gave you confidence to take action today, I would love for you to share it in your Instagram stories. Tag me at Kavai underscore Aquin. Then drop it in a message to another friend who needs to hear it too. 
the biggest compliment would be for you to take a minute from your busy mama day and leave me a review and subscribe. I'm so grateful for you and I'd love to keep this conversation going. The best way to connect would be in my Facebook group, bit.ly slash H-E-M support group. Till next time, lots of aloha. Goodbye.